0: Thanks for checking out the podcast and YouTube channel on Conroe Culture. Don't forget we're live on Lone Star Community Radio every Monday at noon. Make sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. Want more information? Visit the show page on IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture for past shows and learn how to sponsor the show. This is Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 kzcc lp conroe and worldwide at irlonestar.com.
1: hello welcome to conroe culture on lone star community radio from downtown conroe it's a beautiful day it's starting to feel a little bit like summer seems like it will be here before we know it a lot going on So, uh, we record live every Monday at noon, and I'm your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. So, welcome. Uh, We're going to tell you about some upcoming events, things that you you might want to put on your calendar that are happening this week or in a very short time down the road. And if you want to know more information or be a guest on the show, you can always go to Conroe Culture on Facebook or email Margie at TaylorizedPR.com. Well, today I have two guests on the show. I have Vicki LeBeau, who will be our first guest from Texas Last Diet. And I have David James from Products for Peyton, who is the guest in the second half. So before we uh, talk to our first guest, Vicki, I want to tell you all uh, a few upcoming things. And yesterday was Mother's Day. I hope all the moms had a fabulous Mother's Day. I know I spent time on the lake yesterday, and there was nobody there. Just love it. It was wonderful. So um, coming up soon is going to be graduations. Yes, it's that time of year, so that's the next thing on the calendar. Hawk High School and Caney Creek will hold their graduation ceremonies on May 27th. After Memorial Weekend, Oak Ridge will be on May 30th followed by Conroe High School on May 31st. June 1st will be the Woodlands College Park, which is also the last day of school for Conroe um, ISD children, students, and ending with the Woodlands High School graduation on June the 2nd. So yeah, it's getting into graduation time. Summer school signups are ongoing with Conroe ISD, and the session starts June 7th. So one week after school gets out, you can get ready and Get it going again to keep your students motivated and increase their skills for star testing, reading, science, and math. And uh, there's many schools that are involved in the summer school program, so you just need to go to uh, CISD.org and find out those details. So the premiere of West Side Story at the Owen Theater was this last weekend, and they will still be continuing that performance through May, and that is Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang will be premiering this Friday at the Crichton Theater. And uh, so that premiere on Friday will start at 8 p.m. And they have many performances throughout the month. It's a lot of fun. So you've got Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and West Side Story. Tonight, Jeremy Bankhead hosts the open mic, as he does every Monday, at the Corner Pub. Charles Peters will be at the Red Brick Tavern on stage starting at 7.30 30. Tomorrow, Conrad Olson hosts a tribute to Guy Clark at the Red Brick Tavern at 8 p.m. Friday night, you can see live music from Deanna Wendelin at the Corner Pub and Zach Aaron playing Americana music at the Red Brick Tavern. Of course, every Sunday is Crawfish Sunday at Southern Star Brewing from noon to 6. They will have, of course, imagine that's cold beer, (laughs) music, fun, and painting classes. So if you're looking for something fun to do next Sunday, they have the crawfish. I don't know how long crawfish season is. I believe it goes um, till June, but uh, you can go get some bites and suds over there. June 5th, Conroe Tigers Football Booster Club is hosting a golf tournament at Panorama Golf Club. It's 450 a team, 125 for individuals. If you need more information, go to Conroe Football Boosters 1 at gmail.com. I do want to mention that our prayers and heartfelt condolences to the Johnson family. If you haven't heard, there was a catastrophic fire on Friday, early Friday morning, in the Tamina community, and there was a loss of three children. It was five-year-old Kyle Mitchell, sister Kayla, six, and their older brother Terrence, who is thirteen so please uh continue to pray for this family i do believe they have several gofundme set up and uh, you could probably find that very easily on um, facebook looking for the johnson family i know the uh, conroe courier has also carried an article that has posted that information so conroe culture is an hour-long talk show mondays from noon to one and uh, you will find out about things that are going on in uh, Conroe and downtown Conroe. And we like to post things on our Facebook page as well. So, our first guest this morning is Vicki LeBeau of Texas Last Diet. Good morning. Hey, Good are you here. awake and energized
2: and ready to go on this motivational Monday? I am. I started out at the gym that just opened in Willis, uh, Anytime Fitness this morning. Oh, wow. So I am ready to go. So you are rocking it. I am. You know, whenever I work out, I always feel a lot better. You know, that's, I
1: like running and that just kind of super motivates you to sweat. I don't know why, but it does. So that's cool. So uh, tell me, you are now, you are with Texas Last Diet, the
2: last diet you ever need, right? Correct. It's ideal protein provided. So we actually educate you completely on how to eat right. And I, you can work out until you're blue in the face, but unless you eat right, you're just not probably going to get much of anywhere. Well,
1: that's interesting. So you used to be a lot heavier,
2: right? I did, as much as I hate to admit it. <laughs> Yes, I did.
1: So had, were you doing the yo-yo diets
2: and well, all that? Or tell me your story. It started out, I was always pretty healthy and active. And as I had babies older in my life, uh, my metabolism started slowing down right after that. My thyroid quit working and no matter what I did, worked out like a fiend, ate every diet that they printed and my coach helped me with. Each uh, year I'd go back to my doctor and he'd be like, Vicki, you need to work out and you need to uh, eat less like oh my gosh I'm doing all that and it just so happened I happened upon Ideal Protein where they actually taught me what to eat and that was a really big help for me. So
1: I know from experience that the more I work out the hungrier I get right? Correct. So you're not supposed to well so you're supposed to work out and
2: then what are some of the right foods you need to eat after you work out? Protein is always good, but you have to really watch it. You, it's nothing with excess. So don't eat a lot of protein. Don't go out and eat a lot of fat. Just really pay attention to the good things that you're eating. And if you're exercising more, you're going to need more protein because your body requires it. Your body needs it. Mm-hmm. So what is the concept between uh, about ideal protein? How does that work? Learning what your body needs. And uh, just by stepping on the scale, you just don't know. Uh, We have a BMI scale that actually teaches you how much water you have in in your body, how much muscle mass you have, how much fat. And so we're able to judge. Men have a tendency to eat more protein than women, and they have to because they have more muscle most of the time than women. So uh, we educate you on the right types of foods to eat. So if I were to start on this today, what would you do? I would have you come in. He would get weighed and measured. We'd actually go over what you're eating now. Okay. A, a lot of people are uh, right on the right track, 100%. They're doing all the great things, but there, there's a few things that's slowing them down. Sugar is a huge adv- uh, just facilitator of problems. I just can't. Okay. <laughs> I want to say all kinds
1: of things so that There's sugar nothing is. good about sugar? Is it kind of like fire ants? They just don't do any good? It,
2: <laughs> it, it's one of the worst drugs out there, and we just are still very scratching the surface of, of what sc- sugar actually does to our body. I mean, there's heart disease and they're now saying it feeds cancer. And there, I mean, there's just so many things that sugar is bad for. And we think, okay, sugar is only in candy bars and ice cream, and, but that's not true. It's sugar, in
1: yogurt, it's in cereals, it's in a lot of it's stuff. It's in our fruits. It's in uh, things you don't think
2: about. And I always hear folks, they'll say, well, fruits are really healthy for you. Well, absolutely, that's a healthy sugar. But when you're heavy, your body recognizes it the same. It can only process so much sugar. And it's, do you have any idea how many teaspoons of sugar a day we're only supposed to be having? How many? Six. Six. And most people, when I went in, I was eating a great, healthy, balanced diet. I thought everything was wonderful, and I was staying away from those cocoa puffs. And the, the whole candy bar, ice cream, wine, I put it away. I wasn't doing that and I was at 30 plus teaspoons of sugar and I was eating healthy, I thought. As soon as I cut my sugars to that six teaspoons of sugar, I started losing weight. So is sugar good for anything? What does it help you with? Well, It doesn't is, give you energy? It's great for brain function. And when you're at healthy weight, yes, it's a, it's a good thing. But it, then you have to really continue to watch and you don't wanna spike those sugars. So you don't like. wanna over-indulge. And, and, and if you go out and have wine and pizza and beer one night, fine, but the next day, Give your pancreas a rest it's all about education and moderation right. right correct so how
1: would you start it out what are the things people eat when they start out with ideal protein
2: well most folks i'll give you my perfect um when i started uh, i had the cappuccino protein in the morning i did that with a cup of coffee and it kept me going because when you feel you feed your muscles with protein the right amount of protein instead of a lot or too little you're actually fed so I would have the cappuccino drink in the morning. At lunchtime, I'd have chips. And we have several different types of chips to choose from. And you put that on top of your salad. Now, remember, this is the big key. I have people come in all the time. I eat salad all the time, Vicki. Salad and chicken, that's all I eat. If you're not getting the right type of carbohydrates from your vegetables, salad is just fiber So tell me about um, carbohydrates from vegetables. I didn't know. There's a difference in your there vegetables. There were some. Carbohydrates and vegetables. There is. And and if you um, go to the extreme carbohydrates, like maybe eggplants or carrots, those are filled with sugars and carbohydrates. Those actually can push you over that six teaspoons of sugar a day. So you have to be at the ones like the cauliflower and the broccoli and the zucchini. You have to get four cups of those a day to have your body actually have carbohydrates to run. You need, that's the gas, we always call it, get the gas to run your car. The salad and stuff like that, that's water. You can have as much of that as you want. But those carbohydrate-rich vegetables are important. It's not going to fill you. Correct. Those are just empty. Correct. So you need things to spur your body on. It's a perfect balance. And we teach you how to do that. It's education, education, education. We do cooking classes. We have recipes for you. If you're a working person and you you can't go ahead and get your um, dinners together, we teach you crock pot recipes. We have stews. We, we stir fries. You will go out of there so educated. Your mind will be spinning. I guarantee it the first time you come in. Okay. Well, we will take a little
1: break here and come right back with Vicki, who's going to motivate us into losing weight and how to eat right. I'm Margie Taylor, Taylorized PR, and this is Conroe Culture.
0: Don't forget. Conroe Culture is live online at IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 every Monday at 12 p.m. Be a guest, be a sponsor. Just contact us online at IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe. Hello, we are back on Conroe Culture
1: with Lone Star Community Radio from downtown Conroe, I am your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. A podcast of the show will be available tomorrow, late tomorrow, on YouTube, and you will probably see it on several social media sites. You might even see it on uh, Texas Last Side, just saying. So you can go and find out more about what uh, Vicki has to tell you and how she can help you never diet again. What a nice thought. Never diet again. I hate diets. I I used to do diets all the time when I was younger because I was kind of (laughs) chubby. Now I try to just eat right and run and do the right thing. But, you know, the most challenging thing about a diet is not eating fun. I mean, people don't want to eat the boring stuff because if you eat boring stuff, you won't stay on it. Right. That is
2: true. So how do you make it fun? So, so with that education, we teach you things to substitute for the things that you're missing. So let's say that you love ice cream or you like those cocoa puffs I was talking about earlier. We <laughs> have those things. And if we don't have them, we teach you how to substitute them. And they taste great. So if you're going through a diet... And you always have to take out the foods that you love. That is no fun, and you're gonna, no. It's not no fun. You're yeah. You're absolutely gonna uh, cheat. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> However you say that correctly. Uh, you're, you're gonna cheat. You're you're just not gonna make it with ideal protein. I hear people all the time say to me, "This is not a diet." They'll take pictures of food and send it to me, and they'll be like, Vicki, is this okay? Because this seems like I'm cheating." And I'll give them the thumbs up and go. You are doing an amazing job. They'll have their ideal protein food on the plate, like mashed potatoes. They'll have steak. They'll have a nice big serving. Hold the phone.
1: Mashed potatoes is a protein. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Okay. And and we have. Do you get gravy with that too? and margarine we, we actually butter.
2: are we actually are teaching you how to have make gravy with the okay. proteins okay uh, but one thing you want to remember too is ideal protein is not a lifetime sentence it's one of these things where i try to educate you for a short amount of time you get your the weight off and then then you're out to the real world and you and you are able to eat anything you want just in moderation, in moderation. correct so. so so we teach you hey listen d- instead of having the chicken alfredo with that but- buttery fat sauce that turns into we all know fat have the meatballs with the marinara and pasta because that processes in your pancreas is able to breathe as it processes it through your body instead of getting all clogged down with that chicken alfredo. So can you ever eat the chicken alfredo? Absolutely. But you would. But just not today. (laughs) Not today. In phase one, no, there's four phases. Okay. Phase one is where we really monitor what you eat and you still get to eat fun things. We just teach you a different way to eat them. Phase two is where we teach you what to eat for breakfast other than ideal protein. Phase three is what we teach you how to eat lunch other than ideal protein. And phase four, you're on the rest of your life with the rest of the food out there. Um, You just, if you have a cheat day, the next day you go back to eating all your carbohydrate-rich vegetables and your protein. So your body is able to recuperate. So it has recovery. Correct.
1: Okay. So remember,
2: too, um, it's natural for you to gain weight. It's unnatural for you to lose weight. So we always tell folks when they hit their goal and they're out there in the real world, don't feel uncomfortable about coming back in. Once you're a client of ours, you are always a client of ours. You never have to pay again to come back and see us. We are expecting you to come back in. This is the key, though. Make sure that you don't wait until you're 20 pounds over the weight. Just have a number in your head, five pounds, seven pounds, or when these pants get so uncomfortable, get back in there, get us coaching you, Get back, and so we can get you back out into the world eating real food again. Not that you're not eating real food with Back ideal protein. into the real world. <laughs> well, so, you know, the real world is, on. <laughs> is parties and where you're okay. inundated with that stuff all the time. Yeah. And you can do that now, but in the beginning, it's tough. Everybody's drinking and they're eating cake. and uh, you know. But you have to remember, this is something that you want. If you want to live a long time, you have to get the weight off. Because right. when you are heavy, your body suffers. I have folks come in all the time. And it's little things, but they don't realize it until they start losing weight. Their knees hurt, their neck hurts, their back hurts, their joints hurt. I had a lady ask me, could I see better on this diet? I thought that was crazy. But I went ahead and got a hold of one of the Ideal Protein Doctors, and they said, absolutely, when your your, your uh, arteries aren't so clogged and they're able to release because you're not so heavy, you get better blood flow. And so, yeah, Makes sense. She, wasn't, she wasn't reaching for her readers as much. So I learn something there every day with this program.
1: So another thing is for people that are considering surgery, let's say. I did
2: that. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Absolutely. do <laughs> Because because this is the deal. You're going to go have surgery, and you're still not going to be educated on what to eat. So you're going to struggle. You're only going to be able to eat. And it's a- not going
1: to do any good. It's not going to so do any good. So if you have the lap band surgery or the sleeve or whatever some of these other things are called. And they only do that if you're extremely overweight, correct? Correct. Well, no,
2: no. I don't know. If you're in distress, if you have high blood pressure, you're dieting, other health issues related to, Mm. um, overweight, obesity, and that's masking the problem though.
1: So if somebody were to start eating correctly, being Mm. educated, coming Mm. in and getting coaching, so they don't fall off the wagon, so to speak. Um,
2: how much weight can they expect to lose at first? I mean, is it a lot of weight? So, so so, my first week, I lost five and a half pounds. My second week, I lost four pounds. Now I knew that wasn't going to be keeping it up. Each week, it was two to three pounds. Is that mostly water weight? A lot of the times it is. But as you can see on this scale, it's fat as well. So each week you come in, that's motivation and enough to continue. You'll, I always tell folks, seven days, do it seven days at a time. If you're not motivated the next seven days, don't do it anymore. People come in; they're losing two and three pounds, and you can see the fat automatically go down on the scale. Each week, people walk out of there going, "I'm doing another week," and before they know it, they're at goal because I'm teaching them, "Hey, eat steak and chicken." Kind of like and- running a marathon; it's yeah. one mile
1: at a time. Yep,
2: right? Yep. And <laughs> so- if and if you have a hiccup, you know, don't make a bad week out of just a bad day. You know, really focus on well. That's back motivational
1: on the horse. period on any frontier, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, that sounds exciting. Um, I love what I do. I'm ready to sign up or have someone I know sign up. (laughs) So, I mean, it it sounds exciting. So along with that, you also have recipes. So it's easy for them to try and, and stay focused
2: on their goals, Correct, correct. correct. If, if you crave Mexican food, gosh, I, could, I have a whole recipe line where from the tortillas to the guacamole to the the, the fish tacos, whatever you want, I can come up with, uh, and it tastes, you would be shocked at how great it is. And then you also
1: have um, help for people that eat out a lot. Correct. correct. And what
2: to eat. Absolutely. Correct? and what, At local restaurants. One thing that's nice about our clinic is I have two gals that work with me chastity and hannah and they've both been on the program and off the program and on the program again um they are educated as well and we give our cell numbers out so if you are in a situation at a wedding or whatever and you need help making a decision text us we are there for you 24 hours a day even on thanksgiving and christmas uh, an easter and mother's uh, day and mother's day i didn't get any text <laughs> on mother's day hmm. but most of the other times i get a, right. a text hey listen what do i do and we're able to solve the dilemma Wow. So people that that do this, I know
1: they're very excited and they're real people. They're Mm -hmm. people in the community. They aren't these people you see in magazines, the before and after thing, which you don't really know these people. And you're like, okay, yeah, these have been photoshopped or whatever. This is people that we know in the community, right? That come in there, use you, recommend you. And what it is, it's it's kind of a nutritional counseling education type of program, isn't it? Correct. Am I right on that? Yes. And so um, it's very easy for, for somebody to stay involved in the program uh, if they come in, if they check in. And they have support. And they have support. Mm-hmm. You know, th- those are main things. I mean, whatever your goal is in life. If you have people that you're accountable to, it makes it easier to reach your goals. And people that know that you are trying to reach a goal so that they can say, oh, oh, (laughs) what are are you doing? (laughs) Are you drinking that martini right now? (laughs) So, and and tell me about the drinking thing. Uh, Drinking has
2: calories. I know wine does. So on phase one, two, and three, we highly recommend that you don't drink because this is a light keto diet. So uh, you can black out from it. So we highly recommend that you don't drink any alcohol but focus on your number one goal your number one goal is to live longer feel better and be healthy get that done when you get to phase four sure have some a glass of wine have a martini every now and then absolutely just we are able to teach you how to monitor that and control it so
1: they can't drink it until they get to
2: phase four Correct. what does that look like two months down the road depends on you if you have a few pounds to lose yeah, if you have 100 pounds to lose, I've had a guy lose 120 pounds in seven months. I focused, he was 100%. His wife was made in birthday cakes. It was They were dialed in 100%. If you follow this program 100%, you will get 100% results. If you don't and you waver all the time, it's gonna be a slow road.
1: So you've had a tremendous amount of success, success with this. We
2: were actually just voted the number one non-surgical diet in the Woodlands this past, um, Woodlands online. Awesome. Not w- everybody can brag that well it's, it, <laughs> it was really awesome for me because we've only been there for two years and there is a lot of competition out there but they don't teach the same way that we do it's all about selling the food and and we're not really about that we of course we want to sell you food but we wanted it to be as small as possible time limit. We want you off and telling everybody about, hey, listen, I did this for three months. It's more about the education yes, and
1: how to eat right and how to take care for your body. Correct. So is it uh, individual or tailored to the body of of the person or is everybody on the exact
2: same plan? Everybody is different. Men are completely different than women. Some women that are are more muscular than other women. So I may have
1: a different plan than um, you, let's say. Correct.
2: Okay. And if you work out, you're going to have to eat more protein. And we're able to monitor that with the tools that we have at Idea Protein for Texas. So do you eat carbohydrates? Me right now? No, I'm in general.
1: So do you eat from protein, carbohydrates, and fat? Correct. You need carbohydrates.
2: Yes, I know. And you need proteins. And you need fat. We just have to make sure it's the right type of fat. Like a lot of folks will come to me and say, oh, I eat coconut oil or I eat olive oil. Hey, those are really great when you're at your goal. Not so much if you need to lose some weight.
1: Okay, so the really neat thing is that you are located at a place where people can actually physically see you. Aren't You're not this cyber thing. Uh, you, you're over right? towards off the feeder road, um, past the Woodlands Mall, mm-hmm. and before you get to uh, um, Rayford, Rayford Sawdust, mm-hmm. on the right-hand side, as you're going south. You can actually see me from the freeways,
2: yes. And, uh, standing you, there waving. Hello. <laughs> I, I've done that a few times actually. Yes. <laughs> um, when I was trying to find it, but client. they have to you go get, around to the back. Well, right. So, so when you first come in and you want to get coached and, and have your first hour with me for free, sit down and we just really talk about who, what, why, and the things that you're doing. Um, you walk right in the front door and you'll see my plate glass window on there that, uh, that says Texas last diet. I have a flashing neon sign and a big sign out there as well. Um, I always tell folks, look for the big red hand. It doesn't pertain to me. It's the psychic that's in the next building. (laughs) But but those things matter. I always look for things, street (laughs) signs or something. Yeah, pull pull right in there. You'll see me. And then the coach's corner is out back. So when you do become a client of ours, you'll actually go back to the coach's corner where we have our full kitchen and we make all kinds of food for you. Okay,
1: so how do they connect with you? They go to TexasDiet, TexasLastDiet.com, and you're also on Facebook. You're also on Twitter, and you're also on Instagram with the same name, right?
2: Correct. Texas Last Diet. Yes. Because it's the last diet you will ever, yeah. ever be on, correct? Correct. 100% guarantee if you follow it, it will be the last diet that you're ever on.
1: Vicki LeBeau, Texas Last Diet. Anything else you want to
2: add? Uh, give me a call. I, <laughs> I'd be more than happy. One hour free, and if you decide you don't want to do it, I'm good with that, too. I can guarantee you you'll walk out with some... Education that you never knew before. And you can see the before and afters of Vicki LeBeau, right? Thanks. Yes, you can. Okay.
1: Thank you, Vicki. Thank you. And uh, we are going to take a break and then come on with our next guest, David James with Products for Peyton, and hear his story. Margie Taylor, Taylor Eyes PR.
3: Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Or reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? The Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast fm and internet radio sponsor your local radio station with lone star community
1: hello i'm margie taylor your host for conroe culture from downtown conroe at lone star community radio it's a beautiful afternoon today on this motivational monday and uh vicki lebeau was my first guest with texas last diet and uh, i am now sitting here with david james with products for peyton and uh, david's going to tell us a little bit about uh the history of uh, his projects he's working on and uh, david is also an assistant coach at college park high school welcome david thank you so what is products for peyton
3: uh products for peyton is a nonprofit organization that I started in order to collect shower size and travel size toiletries and other hygiene products for the Ronald McDonald House and other organizations. It grew out of one of the worst experiences of my life. On October 8th of 2014, I received a call that my 13-year-old son had hung himself at his mother's house in Georgetown. and as a result he was transported to the dell children's medical center in austin and despite the best efforts of the staff and doctors there he passed away on the 13th during the time we were in austin we had no place to stay and they put us up at the ronald mcdonald house and i wanted to find a way to repay the kindness that you're shown at that the the house and it's just an incredible place and you know, when people get there, they get there with a, you know, an ill, critically ill child. They don't need to worry about, you know, where am I going to find shampoo or conditioner or anything like that? It's supplied for them. I just wanted to keep that supply line flowing so that it is readily available to them.
1: So how is that going? Are you getting a lot? And
3: uh, the, the first, the first year we did it, we took over 200 boxes to various Ronald McDonald houses in San Antonio, Houston, Austin, and Galveston. I think it slowed down a little since then i haven't been pursuing it as much because of the peyton hart project so you know i still do it i still collect them i still have people dropping them off all the time at school for me and i deliver them when i can
1: okay so what prompted um your son to commit suicide do you want to share that information
3: uh we don't really know despite the myth that every every suicidal person leaves a note the truth is less than a third do Peyton when he was younger used to you know when he was 10 or 11 started saying I'm I want to kill myself I should you know you'd be happier without me and we thought it was just his way of deflecting when he got into trouble but we told him his mother and I told him that if he continued we were going to call him on it and he did and she took him to the emergency room one night and he was examined and talked to the doctors he wasn't admitted but they said you know he's obviously dealing with some issues, he needs professional help. And he was taken to, he went to a, you know, his family doctor, and then he went to a psychiatrist and was diagnosed with depression and anxiety at the age of 12. And what a lot of people don't realize is that 90% of people that complete suicide suffer from some type of underlying mental illness. And a lot of times it's undiagnosed and untreated, and it's just allowed to fester until the person can't cope anymore. And it allows them to think things like my family would be better off without me or nobody loves me or the world is a terrible place. And they don't realize the damage or the the heartbreak that they leave behind. They actually think they're doing you a favor by taking their life.
1: So how did this, how did you get involved with the schools? And, you know, I I know that there's a lot of teen suicides um, that a lot of times is brushed Brush away that people don't want to talk about either because it's difficult or they don't how to deal with it or other things. Um, I, I know there's a lot of teen suicides in Montgomery County as a matter of fact, right?
3: Unfortunately, yes. I mean, any suicide is one too many. Correct. And on average, there's about 44 to 45,000 people in the United States each year that take their life for every attempt or for every successful suicide there's an average about 25 attempts and a lot of these you won't hear about you know the media tends to stay out of it unless it's somebody that's well known or the family comes forward that's out of respect for the family but it is difficult to deal with you know especially for the younger kids trying to get them to understand what's happened you know I said I've been teaching for 26 years and the first time I dealt with it was in my second year of teaching a student had taken his life the School administration came in, grabbed, went to every one of his teachers, grabbed every paper, every notebook that the kid had left behind. They had counselors in there for one day, and it was never spoken of again. And things have changed since then. The communities are becoming more aware of it, but there's still a long way to go. There's still a great deal of stigma behind it, and a lot of people, you know, prefer not to talk about it. And I understand that, but I, I just couldn't sit by and watch it happen anymore.
1: Right. So, your son, Peyton, was he uh, bullied at school?
3: Peyton was bullied and harassed at school. He was uh, small for his age. He had glasses. He had red hair and freckles. You know, he was just a magnet for it. And a couple of times, it took the threat of legal action to get the school to actually, you know, enforce the state laws that are already on the books. And I think that's one of the problems. And there is
1: a state law for there, the schools. There are Isn't state there?
3: laws against bullying, and, you know, schools are supposed to have a anti-bullying plan and mm-hmm. enforcement and everything else but a lot of times it comes down to well he said this he said that and that's where it ends they said well we can't do anything and that he had his eardrum ruptured by a student he had things stolen by students because they knew that they they could get him upset and you know so there's, there's
1: there's no punishment for the students involved in doing those things? there
3: should be but The schools enter a slippery slope with they have to be able to prove it beyond a doubt and it has to be investigated or it should be investigated thoroughly. And if, you know, the the other if they don't have any other proof than the word of somebody, it's very hard to prove.
1: Sure. So tell me, uh, you you have several projects going on because you seem to be very involved in the community. And I know we want to touch on all these things. What uh, what is David's law?
3: David's law is actually named after David Moloch from San Antonio. His, he uh, took his own life in January of 2016. He had been cyberbullied. And I've been in contact, I've never met his mom, Maureen, but she has been very active in getting this law passed in the state of Texas, where cyberbullying now has its, almost its own category. And the perpetrator and their parents can be held liable. And not only that, they could be liable for civil damages as well.
1: So the parents are liable if they don't know if their child is bullying somebody else on the internet or Facebook or whatever.
3: Yes, basically. I mean, you know, if your child is a minor and they're under your roof, it you, is you should what it is. have an idea of what they're going, what they're you know, doing, what they're doing. You know, it's a parent's responsibility to monitor their children on the social media, whether they're being bullied or are the one are the aggressor.
1: That's, actually, I agree with that. I mean, they should be, and if this law helps that, then uh, so be it. Because I know with so all the social media sites there are now available, that there needs to be some monitoring of that.
3: There does, and what kids don't understand is, on, you know, online things don't go away. You can hit the delete button, that doesn't mean it's going away, and there's still a trace. There's still remnants of it, and. You know you could be held liable for it and if like i said if you're a minor your parents can be held financially liable for your actions
1: scary stuff so uh what are some ideas you have to bring more parent awareness to what's going on
3: well the key for anything is education when i was a child there was no you know talk no. about suicide or mental health issues or anything there was like no that. internet <laughs> yeah. no and I said, after Peyton passed away, I actually, you know, I wanted to know why. And I went on Google and typed in causes of suicide. I actually went past page two on Google, too. So it was uh, it was an experience for me learning about it and educating myself so that I could educate others. Mm -hmm. And education is a key for solving it. You know, you have to learn what to look for. You have to understand that, you know, it's okay to not be okay that I've suffered with mental health issues since I was a teenager, but in the 80s, you didn't talk about that. You didn't take medication. You didn't go to counseling, or you were branded as crazy. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want that stigma. It wasn't until my late 30s that I actually did something about it. You know, And looking back, I realized all the things that I went through that were very reflective of my depression and anxiety that I was doing to myself to try and cope with it, and I was going about it the wrong way.
1: Well, as a teacher in schools, and I don't want you to say anything to jeopardize yourself, but do you think that there are more programs now in the schools to get parents involved and and know what's going on with the students?
3: I think there are more programs. I think a greater effort is being made, but, you know, until we can, you know, say there were no attempts this year, there were no actual suicides this year, then we need to keep going after it, you know. Parents need to understand that it could happen to anybody. It's nobody's fault. If your child, you know, was diagnosed with cancer, you probably wouldn't blame yourself. The same thing goes with mental illness. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not your fault. One in five adults and generally one in five teens deal with some kind of mental health issue on a daily basis. So for a lot of people, it's just learning what the signs are and what, you know, how to deal with it.
1: Right. So you also have a uh, Peyton Hart Project. Tell me a little bit about that.
3: Uh, The Peyton Hart Project is actually the the creation of a lady from Morristown, New Jersey named Jill Cuban. I had gone online and was posting about Peyton and trying to work with other groups to bring awareness to suicide and education. And I received a message on Facebook from from Jill saying that, you know, her daughter has a— a project called Emily's Hats for Hope initiative up in New Jersey, and they've distributed over 20,000 hats and scarves, handmade scarves, to people, uh, you know, less fortunate and everything, or lower income, in order to help them out in those New Jersey winters. And they wanted to do something, so they offered to do a, uh, a hat drive for Peyton, and they gathered over 500 hats in his, you know, in his name and his memory. And then later that summer, she contacted me and said, we'd like to try something where we take these small knit hearts and we attach a positive message to it.
1: Mm-hmm. And you have a bunch of them here. Right?
3: I did bring a bunch mm-hmm. of them. And we leave it where people can find them. We leave them in public places where we give them to people. And, you know, they, they can look up what the Peyton Heart Project is and, you know, how to get involved. And for a lot of people, it's just knowing that there's somebody out there that cares. And that can make such a difference in the life of a person that's struggling personally or mentally. Someone on
1: the edge that doesn't feel worthy. Yes. Yeah.
3: And we've had people that have found them that, you know, it's a sign to them that there is somebody that cares. We have people that make them for us. All these hearts are handmade and they're all made by volunteers. And we have people that make them. And for some of them, they say it's therapeutic, that they've dealt with mental health issues and suicide idealization and everything else. Mm -hmm and that this has helped them it gives them that calm and it know they know that they're contributing to something great gives them a purpose exactly
1: and that people that uh, are thinking about suicide feel that they don't make a difference to anybody
3: yeah exactly a lot of people have that lack of self-worth and they don't realize that you know they the world is a better place with them in it
1: wow Uh, a lot to think about here (laughs) um we're going to take a break and we'll be right back with david james with products for peyton I am Margie Taylor, Taylorized PR, and this is Conroe Culture Radio. We'll be right back.
0: We are looking for sponsors. Do you want to partner with Conroe Culture? Contact us on IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture for current rates and statistics of our listenership.
1: Hello, I'm Margie Taylor at Lone Star Community Radio with Conroe Culture Radio and it is monday beautiful monday here and uh, so we welcome you to the show and i am sitting here with david james and he is talking a little bit about um teen suicide he lost his son peyton in 2014 october 2014
3: october
1: 2014 and so he has uh, initiated several product pro- projects Uh, The first one was products for Peyton that helps with hygiene products for the Ronald McDonald houses all around the area from Austin to Galveston and places in between so that uh, families that stay there will have those products. He has also worked with the Peyton Heart Project, and they have a a website. It's PeytonHeartProject.org, and they also have a Facebook page. And he urges you to get involved, help out, and make a difference. So the Heart Project is was initiated so that uh, uh, to bring awareness.
3: Yeah, I mean, first of all, uh, let me say it's thepeytonheartproject.org. You the have to Peyton. put the okay, at the beginning. You. Okay. <laughs> but it was created to raise awareness. It's amazing how many people I wouldn't say they're ignorant, but they just don't know. It's not something that's regularly brought up. It's not on their it's, radar. It's not on the radar. I think one of the, the best and worst things that ever happened was the death of Robin Williams, who was a brilliant person, and very creative, but he also dealt with his own inner demons. And his death by suicide brought a greater awareness to it. It opened dialogues that people you know, had never talked about before. Now you have the series on Netflix 13 Reasons Why. And there are people that say it's great, there are people that say it's horrible, but the thing is people are talking about it. And that in itself is one of the keys. It's opening dialogues, letting people know that it's okay to talk about subjects like this. Let them know that it's okay to go to somebody and say, "Look, I'm not feeling right. Something, you know, there's something inside of me that wants to end my life." And they need to know they're not the only ones that sit there and think that. They're not the only ones dealing with this problem. And the only way you're going to do that is to open dialogues. Otherwise, they're going to suffer in silence until it becomes too much for them to cope with.
1: So being that you're very uh, involved in suicide prevention, and I'm sure people know that when they know you and they yeah. know you as an instructor, are you having more people come talk to you that are thinking about suicide
3: I have a lot of people that contact me that you know for the longest time they've never talked about things like that it's amazing when I start speaking how many people come to me and say you know my uncle my grandmother my father took their life and they'd never told anybody else before because they weren't comfortable with it and yeah, you know, I've spoken in schools before, and I've actually had kids go up to the teacher or the counselor and admit that they had been having, you know, thoughts about suicide. Which is a
1: breakthrough, and they should do that.
3: It's a breakthrough. It's not going to put the idea in their head. That's one of the long-held myths that if we talk about suicide, then the right. kid's going to go out and take their life. The idea is already there. They've thought about it, and now, you know, when I start talking about it, it gives them permission to talk about it. They're able to come forth. And like I said, I was speaking at one school, and the child actually had the knife with them that they were planning on using to hurt themselves. Wow. And they got him the help he needed. He's doing a lot better. I mean, it's things like that that make a difference. You have to have a forum to talk about it. You have to be able to tell people it's okay to not be okay. And if you need somebody to talk to, then you find somebody to talk to.
1: So are there counseling places where kids can go and be anonymous so that nobody knows if they're having a problem
3: there you have the national suicide hotline that anybody can call there's also a text line that people can contact they found that you know almost 90 percent of kids are unwilling to have a conversation but they will text all day about it and this was a relatively new thing it's only been out a couple of years it was featured on a, I i want to say on netflix or you know a small program like that but it's a national suicide text line wow and it's people can text anonymously and
1: and that's their comfort zone it's their comfort zone it it makes it lets them know that somebody is listening without identifying who they are exactly which is still a help that's good they're talking to somebody
3: yeah anytime they talk about it and they're receiving help that that's the key.
1: Well, if, if somebody's listening and they want to do that, how would they get involved in that? Uh, do you know, or could they just call you? And, they and they <laughs> could contact
3: the Peyton Hart Project, okay, through our uh, website or through Facebook, and we have that information. Okay. Uh, honestly, off the top of my head, I can't remember no, that's the number. Okay, but...
1: I I hadn't heard of that before. Um, I'm sure this is tough for you to talk about, and I really am sorry for your loss because you. I can't even come close to imagining. I have four children and four grandchildren and um, they have gone through different things in their lives. And I mean, it's something you just take very serious. If someone were to say, I have been thinking about that, it seems to me you just have to stop and say, let's talk about it.
3: Yeah, you do. And, you know, I was speaking up in Round Rock this past weekend. And one of the things I told them is if somebody comes to you, Never ever agree to secrecy on it, and I know a lot of kids. They, you know, they may say something to a friend and they say, "Don't tell anybody." You have to. Right. You can't keep something like that a secret. You know, you can't promise them that you won't say anything. And I know for some people that well, then they won't tell anybody. But I'd rather have somebody hate me and be alive than Correct. you know keep their secret and then lose them.
1: Yes, I mean I used to work with Montgomery County Youth Services, and I know that's the one thing. We were trained on that if there's anybody with a suicide, you tell somebody right away. And I know the schools have to tell somebody right away. Yeah, you,
3: you should tell any, you know, any somebody. somebody.
1: You know, yes. Even
3: if you have to call 911.
1: Um, this is interesting. So tell me how people can get involved and help you. What are, what are some of the ways?
3: Uh, we always need people that can make the hearts. Uh, if you can knit or crochet or have some kind of, uh, you know, the craft gene in you you can make (laughs) hearts for us. We can,
1: they're cute.
3: (laughs) You know, if you want to distribute the hearts in your neighborhood or your community Mm -hmm. and you can't knit or crochet, we can send them to you. You know, you just contact us through the Peytonheartproject.org or through Facebook. And Jill, our founder is uh, excellent about getting back to people and, you know, working with them to get the hearts to them. The hearts have been found in over 60 countries throughout the world and over in every state in the union so far uh it's an incredible thing it it really is i mean when when you see somebody you know holding up a heart in cambodia wow you know knowing that you know it's it's affected somebody and it's reached somebody that's that's the key right there it's a very
1: simple thing very simple but it makes a difference
3: and sometimes that's what people need is just a small gesture it doesn't have to be a grand gesture but just knowing somebody is out there that cares can have such an effect on a person who is truly doubting themselves.
1: So also the products for Peyton, they can get involved with collecting hygiene products.
3: They can, and they can once again, contact us through uh, the Peyton Heart Project or products for the number Four Payton at on Facebook, or that's my email as well. Products, the number Four Peyton at gmail.com
1: okay anything else you want to add david
3: i said just you know i want everybody out there to know that your life matters that the world is a better place with you in it and no matter what no matter how bad you feel things do get better and you just have to keep fighting you know people i said peyton thought that you know i would be better off without him i'm absolutely miserable
1: oh gosh
3: (laughs) not a day goes by that i don't think of him and everything i do i'm trying to help spread not only keep his memory alive and his legacy, but I'm trying to you know, help families from going through what I'm going through.
1: Well, you're a blessing. Thank you. And I'm really glad you're on the show. It's not an easy subject to talk about or you know, bring awareness about, but it truly is important. And if you can save a life, then you've done what you need to do. I agree. So I appreciate you being on the show today. And uh, you've given us a lot of great information. And again, there will be a link to this uh, podcast available tomorrow, late tomorrow or Wednesday, that we will share on our Facebook page. And I will share with my guests, both uh, David and Vicki. So uh, next Monday, uh, May 22nd, we will welcome uh, someone from the Conroe Football Boosters and a surprise guest. We hope you've enjoyed the show today and i'd love to hear back from you again i'm margie taylor taylorized pr thanks for listening have a fabulous monday
0: you're listening to conroe culture on fm 104.5 and 106.1 with your host margie taylor of taylorized pr Live streaming on IRLoneStar.com every Monday at noon. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter via...